Here at Soul Infusion, our goal is finding a path of awareness through personal empowerment and healing to grow as individuals and as a collective through conscious existence. By discussing different healing modalities, energy work, and all things metaphysical, we strive to increase your individual consciousness and well-being to positively affect the collective consciousness. We invite you to join us on our journey of honest self-discovery and truth. So raise your frequency and let the good vibes flow. This is Soul Infusion. I'm Tracy. I'm Jen. I'm Heather. I'm Christina. And I'm Christy. Today we're back at Sterling Yoga and Wellness Center in the South Hills of Pittsburgh, PA. This week we're going to be discussing all things meditation with Frank Williams and Sterling Payton. Let me tell you a little bit about Frank. Um, he began teaching at Sterling Yoga in 2010 and has continued to expand his knowledge by attending workshops focusing on various styles of yoga, mostly presented by instructors Cora Wen, Valkir, Valkir, Algan, and Doug Keller. His classes focuses focused on flexibility, strength, and alignment within the framework of an individual student. Deeply introspective and philosophical, Frank feels many students use their mind in a restrictive manner. Frank has been teaching meditation since 2015, bringing a unique mind-body connection that helps students achieve a deeper awareness. Frank has also been a personal trainer since 1995, advising clients about diet, exercise, lifestyle changes, and lifestyle changes to accomplish their goals. And Jen, do you want to talk about Sterling a little bit? Sterling opened Sterling Yoga and Wellness Center in the early 2000s with the mission to create a yoga community that nourishes the growth of clients' body, mind, and spirit with a strong focus on therapeutics, alignment, and not taking life too seriously. She has thousands of hours applying anatomy, alignment, disciplines in the therapeutic aspects of yoga under the guidance of several senior Liangar teachers. Sterling specializes in postural alignment, hypermobility issues, nervous system disorders like Parkinson's or MS, and autoimmune diseases, and is a Yoga Alliance continuing education provider. Welcome, Frank and Sterling. Welcome. Thank you. Um, we'll jump right into the questions, and feel free, any of you can chime in, either or. Um, but Frank, I'll start with you. Okay. Um, <clears throat> What type of meditation do you teach or do? And are there, I know there are a lot of other styles of meditation, but could you just tell us what you do um, compared to oh, absolutely. other styles? Uh, just like yoga, there's many different types. Um, but probably the most common would be a movement meditation, which could be not me, but walking in the woods or mm -hmm. the forest type of thing. Um, I would prefer to walk on the beach. Uh, I'm there. Oh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> yes. It can be very meditative. Mantra meditation, where you would repeat a word, syllable, sound. Uh, but the one I prefer is a guided meditation. So, where the where the teacher just leads you through um, a, a time practice. So that way, it's very easy, and you can just listen. And easy way to meditate. I think sometimes with guided meditations, because we have so many things swimming through our heads, it is a nice focus for us to kind of 
focus on what we have to in order to get to that state, you know? Uh, sure, the, the mind goes crazy. Yeah, if you even if you say like the same word over and over, which is the way I was taught when I was really young by my parents, who actually took a class, it was the same mantra we mm -hmm. said over and over again. And as kids, especially, we were like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you kept saying your mantra that you were given over and over again. It did eventually sink in that you had to just focus on that, but it's difficult when you come from a crazy life. So I think guided Absolutely. meditations are awesome. Yeah. I like how I can visualize better when it is a guided meditation. And it, I seem to get more out of it when it is a guided meditation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I am totally opposite because I can't visualize. I only get lip sound again. So I only realized a couple of years ago that if someone is saying like, picture yourself on a beach, you actually see a beach in your head. I see nothing but black. So, um, me. yes. Okay. Uh, Hi, yes. And everybody's always like, Oh, what about the colors? I was like, I have black. Yeah. I shut my eyes. It's black. I open my eyes. I see everything. Yes. So I get stressed. I get, actually get stressed on ones where it's like picture, but like I've been to Frank's before and I like the ones that are just like, relax this, relax that he has a very relaxing voice. So like, it's very soothing too. Um, so I like guided meditations, certain ones, certain ones. Yeah. Yes. And that's it. You have to find what works for you. Yeah. Like that's the whole thing. Mine is that I like meditations that have music. So yeah. I do really good yeah. at gong therapy and gong meditations, immersions. I do really good with crystal bowls. You know what I mean? It's not like music. Like I'm not, you know, I mean, who can't meditate to any so, kind of music, yeah. right? But um, I really like the gongs is where I found myself being the most meditative and the crystal bowls. So it is different for, uh, same thing. I have a friend, she's all like, he kept talking about a tree with leaves. My, my tree didn't have any leaves. I didn't know we were supposed to have leaves on the tree before we started going into the med. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, let that go. Oh my God, so your tree had no leaves. But he said, get under the leaves. I was like, so what? Now you're under your branches. But exactly. so then you recognize too, it's a certain personality right. that needs a certain kind of meditation, <laughs> right? right? And so sometimes my most meditative place is just the bathtub, like just laying in the bathtub where it's quiet and mm -hmm. I can like just get submerged with the water over my ears and I just lay there and just take out signs. So maybe, you know, Deprivation tanks are really good for meditation for people. You just got to find your, your thing. Yeah. It's one of the eight limbs of yoga. So I don't know how people aren't practicing it. And then they tell you they're doing yoga. I mean, the only yoga um, limb that you don't really reach is the last one, Samadhi, because they say you're going to reach it right before you die. So I mean, you definitely don't want to reach that one yet, I guess. You know, your euphoria. But like you, all the rest of them, we're supposed to be practicing. And that one's right after pranayama, one-pointed concentration. How can you get to meditation if you don't even have a one-pointed focus? So, you know, it's just another step of it. Can you tell us the benefits of meditation? Oh, uh, sure, sure. Number one, reduces stress, mm -hmm. right? Which, again, just in, in today's society, we definitely need um, anxiety, very good for controlling anxiety. Um, lowers your blood pressure. Of course, I'm not giving you medical advice, but that does... <laughs> it does show, um, and it improves your sleep. Not during the meditation, but, and some people do sleep during meditation, but um, we're all sleep deprived. So if that happens to you, you know, it's, don't worry about it. It's just you need more sleep. But but a regular meditation will improve your sleep. 
I can, yeah, I can vouch for that. I started doing like even just five minutes before I go to bed, just because my brain doesn't want to shut off. So if I can just calm it down to maybe just a little chirp, <laughs> then I can fall asleep. Um, but I notice like if I forget, and, I'm like, and then I'll try to do it in bed, but it's just not quite the same as if I just do it right before. You know? Yeah. Dory Brower, she's one of our friends. Um, she does some meditations on YouTube, and she has some, like, two-minute ones, seven-minute ones, mm -hmm. and she suggests some that you do, like, when you get up in the morning, ones to do right before you go to bed and stuff, and they're free. I mean, that's it, too. Like, meditation is a lot of hard work, and a lot of us give it out all the time for free because that's how much we believe in it, and, you know, maybe that's why people don't take it seriously because it's free. <laughs> maybe we like to pay really a lot of money for everything. <laughs> maybe that's the problem. Maybe we should be charging you $100 for this meditation. <laughs> and then you'd want to come. But it's like, you can do this, you know, and get better for free. But what about like people's busy schedule? Can you kind of give uh, suggestions on how to... Um, get off your electronic device or yeah. just even if it's three to five minutes, you're probably looking at Facebook, TikTok, whatever. And in that short period of time, you could you can meditate within that time. Yeah. And then you make your the rest of your day more productive. Right. right? Mm -hmm. Dealing with that distractions of the day. You can focus your mind early. Yeah, we don't need to do that additional two or three scrolls of the Instagram feed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, centering the, the mind, body, and soul goes you know, it Farther. goes wonders yeah. that oh, so and so posted this. Right. right. Absolutely. Um I think too, it's important to recognize that. And I was taught that if you can't do 20 minutes, if you can't do 15 minutes, literally five minutes oh, of getting into your zone or your Zen will help you, you know, and I, it's important for me to schedule or it doesn't happen for me. I do have to, to schedule it, but sometimes I may get sucked up into something with kids and life and everything. And I try to make myself sit down, even if I can't do a 20 minutes, like for five minutes, if I can it helps so much. Um, when, yeah. When I was young and I learned it young, I did it with begrudgingly because my parents wanted me to learn. We actually went to train with a, um, down in Oakland with a master of Maharishi, somebody, um, someone who was very skilled in, in meditation. And I remember um, just doing it every morning after I got out of my shower and my grades like skyrocketed that year it was something that was tangible that a kid could actually see and i did the same thing i always did i guess i was more focused on my tests just focus you know oh, so yeah just something that was tangible when i was young i think it's important for young kids too to mm -hmm. incorporate it so i just wanted to mention that the shortness of time is okay even if you have oh, it just a few minutes definitely, in definitely. your car before you get it's out just, of work yeah. you can do it anywhere right yeah. whether it's sitting in well, your car not like driving Right. right, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe at a red light for a minute as well, long as you yeah, like. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes I'll do that when I'm driving to work and I'll just, I mean, I don't close my eyes. I'll sit there and watch the light, but I'll try to clear my head and I'll do like the word thing. Like I like to say, inhale, like peace, exhale, release. So I'm inhaling like peace and exhaling any like gunk or anxiety. Mm -hmm. um, and it works if you're sitting in traffic too. <laughs> like oh, when yes. you're trying not oh, to yes. get angry because you just want to get home. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
happen. It's always funny to me how people get so mad about traffic and they're beeping and stuff. And it's like, you know, you're part of the problem. Yeah, like, like, you're sitting here too. You beeping like, your horn is not yeah. necessarily that accident that has yeah. us all stopped. Right. Like, and yeah. we're all part of this problem yeah. or else we wouldn't be sitting here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you can use that time productively. Right. right. Yeah. So what's the best um, position for to do yoga, uh, to do meditation? Is it I know a misconception probably is you have to sit in the lotus position and be imperfect, you know, yeah. a lot, you know, what is the best way to do that? Number one is comfort, right? So um, seated can be very difficult. Physically, I, I doubt many of us can even do the lotus position, but um, if you need to lying down, you can lie down. You might tend to fall asleep a little bit easier there, but you can still do it. You can, you can do it standing, right? moving meditation you can walk right so any position you find that it, it's opening the breath getting the body comfortable if you come here on sunday mornings for the free meditation you will see a million different positions some people have their legs on the wall some people have themselves cocooned under a blanket some people are sitting on a bolster up against the wall some people, so you'll see a bunch of different positions <laughs> yeah so yeah, you'll see a bunch of them. And he always tells you that you can move. That's weird too, because people are like, think that just because they sat here and now they started their meditation practice, like I cannot move again. You will be so agitated. Like if something's bothering you, just move it. And then you just get back to your like meditation. Cause you're not meditating. If you're like, my leg hurts, my leg hurts, my leg hurts. As opposed to being like, okay, I'm gonna stretch this out and I'm gonna meditate and maybe I'll put it back. Maybe I won't, I'll just leave them out there. And you're just over it that fast. And you get right back to your meditation. But if you're uncomfortable, man, you are not getting back to your meditation. Mm -hmm. And you do get benefits from meditation if you fall asleep. That's what my dad used to say. He did, he used to do that too when we first started at a Crystal Bowl one with Linda Martin. And he would be like, she, he would say to her, I'm still getting the benefits of this Crystal Bowl meditation, right? While I'm sleeping. She's like, oh yeah. I was like, it wasn't about you. It is because you're snoring in my ear and I am trying to enjoy these balls. I'm the one that doesn't want you to fall asleep because you're snoring. But yeah, so you can still get it. Yeah. But speaking of sleeping, um, the seated postures in yoga, a lot of those were designed that if you were meditating and you fell asleep, that you wouldn't fall over. Right? And the lotus position is for that. Which I guess back back then it was important if you were meditating on a mountain you didn't want to fall asleep right and yeah. 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 Tumbling. Yeah. <laughs> bad outcome <laughs> yeah. kind of defeats the purpose of meditation absolutely do you have any advice for people okay if someone is like i want to get into meditation i, I just don't know how to start i don't know how to start like what advice do you have yeah, that, that that can be difficult because here um when we talked last week about trying harder, you know, people try hard to meditate. Really, you just have to let go. That's where you have to try softer. So number one, you have to start very slow, even if it's two minutes. Two minutes is enough time. Um, don't take yourself too seriously. Right? And don't think you're doing something wrong. We have a tendency to do that. We're like, oh, I'm not meditating right. I'm not sitting right. I'm not, I'm not doing something right. And there is no right or wrong. We just get into that position. And then as you practice more and more, that'll become, uh, become much easier. Mm -hmm. And Sterling, I like that you said, um, 
a couple minutes ago that you can move because I've heard some people yeah. say like, well, when you're meditating, if you have an itch, you just let it go. You don't scratch, you don't, because then I you're know, it's out weird. of it. And then that, that stresses yeah, yeah, you out. Cause you're yeah. like, oh my God, <laughs> like when I'm laying there, then I'm like, shoot, my nose is itching. Right. Oh my yeah. gosh. Like my just arm move. is falling asleep. <clears throat> um, yeah. Well, it's because of your brain too. Like the right. whole thing, like people get so crazy about meditation and having to like empty their brain yeah. and empty their thoughts. And I was like, first of all, A, you got to get to the knowledge. Again, knowledge, right? Is power. Like yes. knowledge is power. Your brain is an organ of thought. It's never not going to think. It's just the way it is. Do you want to have 72,000 things thinking at the same time or maybe one thought, but you're not going to stop thinking, yeah. right? So when people are saying stuff like that, I think that's scares people sometimes yeah. it confuses people your brain is always going to be thinking sure. right so like even if you can train it down it's like your brain is like a teenager uh -huh. you have to kind of keep getting it back in control yeah like oh there they go again let's bring them back in they may be grounded this week okay <laughs> but like you just just keep coming back to it just keep coming back to it but you're never gonna like be thoughtless yeah. or your brain thinks i mean it is the way it is it's but we're overthinking yeah, everything focusing rather than yeah. trying to get yeah. rid of everything yeah. yeah and sometimes i have to just tell myself because i like i'm laying there and i'm like oh shit i gotta pay my electric bill okay i've acknowledged <laughs> it let's let that go for a little bit we'll like clouds that. Like, like clouds you're watching yeah. the clouds there's a thought it went by okay yeah. electric yeah. bill there it goes yeah. now yeah. let it float because yeah. those clouds keep rolling just right. like our thoughts do. Yeah. And the thing that's crazy. nice is that once you start doing that too, we get out of the whole idea that everybody's always thinking about us. You know how many people come in here and say stuff to me and I'm like in my head going, I don't think they're thinking about you that much. Let that go. Yeah. And then the <laughs> other day, I feel like when I said this to her and I was like, I don't think they're even thinking really about just thinking you. About what they're having like, yeah, right. like they're just <laughs> not. <laughs> like, the day, yeah. they're like, and, no, really, they're not thinking about us. No, they're not. And I hate to say that because like, no, I'd like us true. to feel like we're way more important than we are. But the reality is, is that we're meditating because these thoughts come and go for us. They're coming and going for everyone. Yeah. We're not special because we are having all of this craziness. Everybody's doing this. Everyone. So it's yeah. good to meditate. It's definitely not clearing the mind. It's um, chitta vritti is what they call it. And it's stopping the turnings of the mind. Because as your thoughts, and we know this, we, we do it all the time. It, it, sometimes that we can get into that downward spiral and it's oh, just yes. stopping that and just not making ourselves get, get crazy like that. Right. Mm -hmm. so. Do a little meditation. I want to do the meditation. <laughs> 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 so, just to let the listeners out there know um, that at Sterling Yoga and Wellness, um, they have a Himalayan salt cave and Frank is going to lead us through a meditation in the salt cave, which I've done before, and it's amazing. Um, so, yeah. Typically when he does do the salt cave meditations, the salt cave is on, but it won't be on today because then you would only be hearing. <laughs> okay, so, it is, but you should come sometime and when it's on and it's active and you can inhale the salt while he's doing it, it's really nice. When you say on, so they you actually project salt mm -hmm. crystals into the room. Steam into yeah, the room. yeah, it's not steam. It's just a, it's like a medical grade salt that they oh, use wow. for nasal salines, wow. and so that it just clears out your passages. I know. Again, why were people not in here like by the herds during this virus? I mean, I was. Well, I was in here every week, yeah. and knock on wood, I did not get COVID yet. I mean, I know that it's still a possibility, but I was in there no. all the time. Yep. And I don't know how people don't use resources, though. How often do you do uh, meditation at your Sterling? Well, we have a free meditation 
every Sunday from 11.15 to 11.45. And we also do um, at the end of a restorative class Wednesday from 7.30 to 8.30, the last 15 minutes or so are devoted to meditation. Yeah, so we do like restorative poses for about 40, 45 minutes, just getting your body like kind of to unwind and settle down and get yourself a little quiet. And then we go into the meditation for 15, 20 minutes. And it's a donation-based class. So all these people who keep saying, I don't want to pay to just sit there and try to meditate. I can just do it at myself on the couch. I'm like, but you're not doing it. So maybe, so we've made it a donation. So like now you don't even have any obligations, like just come. Come, come, come. Um, do you do any meditations online for people that can't make it to the studio or maybe that don't live in the Pittsburgh Both area? of them are online. Oh, okay. Yep, both of them are online too. They're okay. also accessible online. How, how does one find them online? We can go to www.sterlingyoga.com and then you'll go down to the tabs where it says about classes. You'll click on there and then it says live and in-person classes. You'll click on there. It'll show you a calendar of our classes and the meditation on Wednesday and the meditation on Sunday. There's a little button. You just click that. If you want to come to the studio, you pick the ST class. And if you want to do it online to get your numbers for Zoom, you have to have Zoom on your computer. But then you can get the meeting numbers and you can tap in from your house. We have lots of people on Wednesday night that wear their jammies. And they just do their restorative, they do the restorative and then they do their meditation. And then we just see their, their screen blank off because they just go right into bed. Um, you know, other people sometimes, you know, just drop in. They like the meditation on Sunday. So they just want to do meditation. That's a, you know, 30, 25 to 30 minute meditation for free also on Sunday mornings. So just come and join us. And you can donate online too, right? Yeah. If someone yeah. wants to yeah. If you want to donate, yes, there's a donate button at the top. But um, you just have to keep practicing. That's the whole thing. You gotta keep chugging along at it. All right, we're gonna pause and you won't hear the pause. It'll just be nicely edited, but we're gonna pause for a second and head on over to the self cave for a nice meditation. Gently allow your body to settle back into the earth. Always remember whatever position you're in, if at any point you become uncomfortable, Simply move the body. Usually we find that discomfort in the breath. We'll feel the breath becoming a little shallow. Feel free to move the body to feel that comfort and support. As we allow our body rest into the earth. Feeling that support, the stability of the earth. And we allow the body to merge with those qualities. gently bringing our awareness, our attention to the breath. Without changing, without altering the breath. Become aware of the natural rhythm of your own breath. Making no judgments as to how deep or how shallow the breath may be. 
Notice everything about the breath. Listen to the sound of your breath. Notice the temperature of the breath. Does the in-breath feel a little warmer? The out-breath a little cooler? Gently move through an alternate nostril breath. Sometimes we physically close off the nostril, but here we'll just do it with our awareness, with our intention. So with your next in-breath, inhale in through the right nostril, and release the exhale through the left nostril. The next in-breath in through the left nostril. And release through the right nostril. Breath in through the right nostril. Release through the left nostril. In breath in through the left nostril. and release through the right nostril. Now this is best done at your own pace. So we'll do three more breaths in that fashion. Also remember there might be a pause at the top of the in-breath before you release the out-breath through the opposite nostril. And there may be a pause before the body receives the next in-breath. And if you happen to lose your place, just begin the breath again. So three breaths at your own pace.
you've completed your three breaths. Allow your breath to return to normal. You may notice the breath has become a little softer, maybe more subtle. Practicing the alternate nostril breath will balance the left and the right brain. We'll gently shift our awareness from the breath to the body. Many times we hold tension in the body And we're not aware of that. So this practice will bring that awareness. And at any point, if your thoughts seem to wander, you seem to lose your place, just acknowledge that it's happening. And return your awareness to the body. Allow your thoughts to be like the clouds in the sky. They move past without any action on our part. Or even standing by a riverbed, watching something float downstream. Moves gently past us without any input from us. Allow your thoughts to be like that. Now gently bringing your awareness to the toes and the bottom of the feet. If you can, gently squeeze the toes, feeling the tension in the toes and the bottom of the feet. With your next in-breath, keep your awareness on that space and maybe squeeze just a little bit harder. With the out-breath, allow the toes, the bottom of the feet to relax and feel that softness. up to the space of the ankles. Just imagine a space deep within the center of the ankles. With the in-breath, keep your awareness on that space. 
with the out-breath. Allow that space to expand. Imagine the bones could separate and drift. Moving up to the space of the calves, the lower leg. You may even wish to gently point the feet so you feel a little more tension in the calves. With your next in-breath, keep your awareness on that space maybe pointing the feet just a little bit more, feeling a little bit more tension in the calves with the out breath. Allow the lower legs to release. Feel the calves soften, melting into the earth. Shift your awareness a little further up to the space of the knees. With the in-breath. Bring your awareness deep within the center of the knees. With the out-breath. Imagine that space could expand. Bones of the knees open and separate. You may even feel the lower legs drift away from the knees and the feet float from the ankles. Bringing your awareness to the space of the hips. With the in-breath, bring your awareness to a space deep within the center of the hips. The out-breath. Imagine that space could expand. We feel the hips dissolve into the support, the steadiness of the earth. As the hips soften, you feel the upper legs floating away from the hips, the lower legs from the knees. 
and the feet float from the ankles. bringing our awareness to the fingers and the hands. You may wish to make a light fist with each hand, feeling the tension in the fingers and the hand. With your next in-breath, keep your awareness on that space. Maybe clenching just a little bit tighter. With the out breath, allow the fingers to unroll, the hands soften. up to the space of the wrists. With the in-breath, bring your awareness and keep your awareness on that space. The out-breath, imagine that space could expand. The bones separate and drift. to the space of the forearms. Maybe even curling the hands in slightly so you feel that tension in the forearms. The in-breath, keep your awareness on that space. The out-breath. Allow the hands to relax. The forearms soften into the earth. Moving up to the space of the elbows. in-breath, keeping your awareness on that space. The out-breath, imagine the elbows could expand, softening the bones. The bones separate and drift. to the space of the shoulders. With the in-breath, 
keeping your awareness on that space. With the out breath, allow that space to expand. The shoulders soften. The arms gently float away from the shoulders. awareness to the space of the navel, the belly. The in-breath, keeping your awareness on that space. The out-breath, allow the space of the belly to soften. releasing back into the earth. to the chest, the rib cage. Notice how the chest expands to receive the breath. And feel the release with the out breath. your awareness a little further up to the cheeks and the eyes, the forehead. Softly close the eyes just a little bit tighter so you feel that little bit of tension in the forehead and in the cheeks. With the in-breath, keep your awareness on that space. With the out-breath, Allow the eyes to relax, to soften. You feel the cheeks relax. The forehead relaxes. The eyes soften. As if the eyes could drift away from the eyelids. to soften, melting back into the earth. Like sugar dissolving into water, 
body to dissolve into the earth. And sometimes we lose the awareness, the inside, the outside of the body. feel as if the entire earth could expand with the in-breath and release with the out-breath. Gently bring your awareness, your attention back to the breath. Again, listening to the sound of the breath. Maybe the sound has become softer as well. breath has become even more subtle, yet still satisfying. Slightly deepen your next in-breath. Filling that space within the body and release with the slow, deep out-breath. You may wish to gently wiggle through the fingers and the toes softly moving your extremities around. Gently bring awareness back to your physical body. And even taking the head gently from side to side, softly massaging out the neck. And gently coming back to the center. you're lying down and your legs are extended, slowly bend one knee, bring the sole of the foot to the floor, to a bolster. Gently grounding with that leg, you can slowly bring the other leg back. Gently allowing your body to rock onto your right side, letting your body rest in fetal position,
gently press the body up to any simple seated posture. your next in-breath, gently lifting palms up towards the sky. And with the out-breath, bringing hands together in front of the heart. Gently bowing your head towards your heart, merging the mind with the heart. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you, Frank and Sterling, for that wonderful meditation and for this um, joining us and allowing us to be part of it. Um, for all of us here at Soul Infusion, bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. The following podcast series is designed to educate, entertain, and inform, not to provide medical advice.